0: As five of these former kids come out of the basement and onto the internet to experience adventure, mystery, and obscure pop culture references, it's time for Roll for Combat.
1: Hey there, welcome to Roll for Combat. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's show, The boys just defeated some evil ghouls and saved a female skeleton from certain death. However, on EX, the boys soon learn that the living are the monsters. Dun dun dun. Also this week, I am on jury duty. And... I'm going to talk about Jury Duty as I found out while I was sitting there in the box that this is not only one of the most fascinating experiences I ever had, but it really relates to role playing and how Jury Duty could help out your role playing. I know this one's going to be a little weird, but trust me, it's going to be worth it. So we're moving along on our Eoxian adventure. The boys finally have finished all with their kibitzing and are starting to get back into the combat. Combat, combat, combat. Lots of combat coming up. As I said last week, The plot development and story portion of this book is sort of over, and now it gets down to the brass tacks where they actually have to go find out what's going on, and that usually means combat, as we all know. This book has some very interesting combats for those who know the book. I know a lot of people are looking forward to what's coming up. I will, however, tell you it doesn't quite go as you would expect, Which is probably what you would expect with the role for combat guys. So if the role for combat guys never do what you expect, does that mean you expect them to do the unexpected? Huh? I guess so. With that, let's get right into the show. So anyhow, the the skeletons like... Who who are you? Who who are you fellows? Uh, what wh- why why are you, why are you Living! Don't 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 kill me living living Oh
2: don't worry, bizarre strange creature. We are actually here to help.
0: Bob Marquis is playing the human envoy, Rusty Carter. I I would like to make a knowledge check on her. Chris Beamer is playing the Lashunta operative, Hiroji. Just to know what this is. Is it a skeleton? Like I know from that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
0: you can okay.
1: knowledge check. 25. Yeah, she is a... Uh, what the hell is she? She's a bone trooper. Oh. That's sort of like the shock troops. And just sort of like a skeleton trooper. <laughs> it's like starship troopers. Only skeleton troopers. And yeah, there you go. They're okay. Pretty they're, um, they're, pretty, they're
3: pretty weak. What is your name?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm
3: Grithel, what were these nasty ghouls trying to do to kill you?
1: Oh well, wh- well, why are you here? Uh, how how did you know I was being attacked? Did you hear my screams through the through the door?
3: I actually forgot. <laughs> uh, we're Starfinders on a mission.
1: Oh, are you are you from the Ministry? Yes. Well, oh, sort of. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> oh,
0: Chris well. Ross's bluff check. <laughs> John Statz is playing the Vesk soldier Mo Dupinski. Ministry of Eternal Vigilance. Oh, oh,
1: wow! Yes, uh, I'm. I'm. Let me tell you right now. I'm telling you right now. I am a loyal Eoxine citizen, and Good. if I didn't know that putting in that report would have gotten back word to to loyalists to the fleet, this obviously was. Some corpse fleet loyalists that were trying to intimidate me. They must have found out somehow that I I put in that report and were were trying to intimidate me and, and, mm. and find well, out what I was doing.
3: Were they trying to kill you? Oh, so they're just trying to intimidate you.
1: I don't know what they were doing. Look at this place; it's a mess. They're tearing it up. I don't know what they were doing. If it wasn't for you coming in, who knows? They would have they would have smashed me to bits. They're from the corpse. Corpse. Yeah. By the way, this is all in Eoxian. I the speak Eoxian. Corpse. Yeah, I know. I think uh, Mo the, can't speak Eoxian, so he just hears. Yeah. Well,
4: he's uh he's in a uh, recline. He's reposing right now, uh gaining his stamina back. So.
1: Oh, okay. All right. Well, so- I say
3: I say um, excuse me one moment, ma'am. I need to ask one of my compatriots uh, something here. Rusty. Yes. Uh, you took a nasty bite from that thing, uh, from that ghoul. <sighs> Maybe you want I know.
2: To- Thank goodness it hasn't festered. I've been very concerned about
3: that. Do you want me to take a closer look at that?
2: No. Luckily, I've been able to actually check it out and using all of my own med kits and med patches and made sure it's perfectly all right.
3: Okay, because I am a trained medic. You do know that, right?
2: I, I, I hear a lot about the various things you say you're trained in. Sure. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs>
3: so, anyways, all right. Back to you. Um, well,. Let's take, we're going to take a look at these bodies and see if they have any identification sig- insignias on them to uh, confirm that they are from the corpse fleet. And uh, I start searching the body that's closest to
1: me. Uh, you search the bodies, and sure enough, you find mm, they're just ghouls, and they, um, they don't have anything to identify them as parts they don't of have the corpse fleet. They don't have one of that patches? No, they don't have a patch and they just seem to have Officer Ceremonial Plate Armor, they have Frostbite Class 0 Rifles with high-capacity batteries, the Tactical Swoop Hammer, and several Frag Grenade Mark IIs.
2: Ah! Ooh. How, many, how many of those? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you guys.
1: You love our
4: grenades.
3: You love your grenades.
2: <laughs> I, I'm a big fan. I would have tossed all of them in at them if I had known I
3: had. Uh Four.
2: Uh, I'll take two
3: uh i'll take one i don't want to totally I'll take one
4: yeah i'm the grenade e not the grenade
3: e. The ironic thing is you're the only one proficient in it yeah <laughs> i think or maybe i'm not the, i'm
4: not the grenadier. i am the grenade e
3: and these rifles i have no interest in but the high capacity batteries i like how
1: many of those are there well we'll figure that out later if we want to well keep in mind story. the high capacity batteries only work with these rifles so it's like you can't put a high-capacity batter battery. It's sort of like A batteries, D, C batteries. Like the ones that you have, the regular batteries, those are A. These well, are there
3: them. are certain weapons that use the high-capacity, right? Right. So if and you have one of those work. weapons, it would work. Right, but and then these weapons use the C batteries. My AKA weapon uses bullets right now, so it doesn't use any batteries at all.
4: I'm kind of curious about the, how the frostbite works. Uh, are these undead? Why would they be Rolling around with frostbite, like um, does that to do hurt cool, the living? Does that do cold damage? Yeah, but they're on Eoxian. Uh, I know, but that, but it would
3: make sense though because they hate the living, and so they want to do things bad to the living.
4: I guess it's just a poor choice for this planet, For the entire planet. It's a poor choice. Like on every other maybe planet, all, it would maybe be they're all bluster
1: yeah. and they they weren't really going to hurt
0: anyone. But well, they, they seem to use their swoop hammers a lot. So. Yeah, and maybe that's like stun guns for the undead. Jason McDonald is playing the Yosoki mechanic Tuttle Blacktail and his drone Cheddar.
4: Yeah, that's true. Okay,
3: I'll buy that. All right, They're so stun.
0: You'll buy so, that for a dollar.
3: I'll buy that for a dollar. Um, so she submitted a report to Ministry of Eternal Vigilance, and these got these guys riled up. So we have we read that report. Yeah, you have it. Well, we yeah, have that, it.
4: The two quests yes. we picked up. Yeah, uh, this individual—I let's see—what's her name? Bonesmith Smith, uh, uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline reported something of—I don't know—something amiss. I can't remember what it was, but she's the one it's that in filed the, the notes. report. Scroll up. Oh yeah, the ministry. Okay, yeah, it's right here. Uh, tell me then. I don't know which one it is.
1: Uh, it's the second one—the one filed by her. Thing, trooper.
4: Oh,
2: messages. Okay,
4: okay. Yeah. Um. Someone needed to purchase new outerwear or curious tests, especially considering the late hour. And in any event, she never returned to the flat. Wait, no. This isn't. This isn't it. This is the other one. It's the first one. On the
2: side. No, I'm saying it now. It's in general instead of handouts. That's why I didn't see it. Okay. Um. I don't see it.
3: Corpse fleet incident report.
2: Okay, I was reading the second yeah, one. the yeah. second one I was reading that was filed that's, by Gretel. That's not it.
1: Yeah, that's, that is it. Okay. Gretel. She's Gretel.
2: Oh, it says in the game that her name is Jacqueline. Yeah, that's Bonesmith Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Okay. In D20 like, playing, Pro, like, well, if you when have you, have you click on, on her, her name, it says Bonesmith Jacqueline, so I thought it was somebody else. Okay. That's
4: why I stopped reading. Me too. Anyway, at six in the morning, uh, she entered her quarters and discovered that most of her belongings were gone. Um, oh, I guess her roommate. And found a scrap of paper on the floor that looks like it fell out of her journal. Okay. On that scrap, somebody... Har- Harvin... I can't, even, I can't even read what that says. Harvin wrote her disillusionment with the current ayaxian policy and her intention to join a contingent of the corpse fleet that is currently operating in Orpheus. I believe that Harvin has left the spice to enlist the corpse fleet. Okay, so she... Her flatmates
2: w- joined the corpse fleet.
4: Yeah, so they joined the movement, a like terror- terrorist
2: organization or something, and uh, this is the one that reported it. Uh, Gretel, I understand you're a uh, veteran. We'd love to know about this report you filed about your uh, your flatmate that seems to have needed new clothing.
1: Oh yeah, yes. Uh, oh, hold on a second. And she walks on over to a uh, to a drawer and pulls out the journal page and shows it to you. She's like, "Here, here's the page I mentioned in my report."
4: Well, um, we read the page, or
1: she reads it to us. Oh, okay. Well, she's handing it to someone. so I'm going to take it?
4: Uh, I'll uh, take Mo, it. Mo, Mo can't. He's resting.
1: Matter. Mo can't read. Yucks. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Mo <laughs> All right, you take it, and you look it over. It's just a scrap, and in it, you learn that Harvini was planning to meet with something called the Marrow Blight before taking up her illicit commission in the Corpse Fleet. She looks at you and says, Yeah, I, I don't know a prominent Marrow Blight that is locally associated with the Corpse Fleet, but I do know that there's a few... That are uh outside of town. So, um yeah, that's all I know. But you can see right here, she says in black and white that she is gonna meet a, with the corpse fleet. See?
3: Yes. That's a tra- she's a traitor.
1: That's right. Traitor to Eox. And all that we stand for. And must be crushed. That's right, my lizard friend.
3: Rebel.
4: <laughs> Yeah. Scum, he, yeah. yeah, Mo is like laying down, and you just hear him say it weakly. She must be crushed. <laughs> <laughs> on, uh, on the other side of the room, you just hear that little disembodied voice of Mo mumbling to himself.
3: You could use a resolve point to get all your stamina back. Well,
4: it. that's what I'm doing, ah, but it takes well, like I ten bother. minutes to do.
3: Oh, he's doing it right now. Merrill blight What is that? That's a, that's a, some type of undead, yes. That was the one. That's the
1: thing with the with the big cl- with the multiple claws and the Yeah. and the like
2: fifty seven attacks
1: yes
2: excellent and attacks that don't roll three
4: and two and four so, and
1: so five. You, exactly. or they
4: or yeah. they or they hit even when they do yeah <laughs> oh that's true that is true we love those so monsters
3: you don't have coordinates up to where this corpse fleet is right I'm
1: sure there's nothing she didn't write down anything like that right. No, it just says in there that she's going to meet with the Marrow Blight and then uh, get assigned to her position. And you know where this Marrow Blight is? No idea. I
4: have no uh, idea Wineda is. Trucks will probably know this. This is this strikes me as something to take to Wineda Trucks for uh, deciphering that is that's what mo says if you guys are translating any of this to him i uh, i'm are. sure
2: that uh, Hiroji is yeah. i i am so confused by yaksia i just don't I just don't get
3: it you speak it though yes
2: i, I it's it look uh, a few words sure i mean who doesn't really
3: conversational yaksia
2: i can ask where the bathroom is you know
3: <laughs> okay um well then um one thing we need to figure out like what are we supposed to do with these ghoul bodies
4: Probably take them in to the trucks too.
1: Oh, uh, well. If if you don't do something with them, uh, uh, I'm sure I'll get them disposed of. Uh, uh, but if you uh, if you want to drag them outside, they'll make it's... for a light snack. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, no, not for me. I don't eat
0: ghoul.
4: Cool. Well, if we, if you can get rid of them, if you if you if you know a guy that can do that, then the cleaner. That would, yeah, would... that would be good because it's probably not good PR. To have a bunch of living dragging around a bunch of <laughs> corpses of wolf I don't know how exotic these ghouls are in this vicinity. Is this, uh, are these they're, considered
1: monsters
2: or are they no, like citizenry No, they're
1: citizens. They're oh.
2: people. John, yeah. They're no. people. people. You, you know,
1: you, ghouls are people too. you
2: lifest <laughs> Uh, right, we need
3: to well, call the wolf. Get him over yeah, here. Yeah.
2: Well, that's,
4: uh, Definitely not Mo. All right, so.
3: All right. Um, do you, Do we have any interest in any of their other gear, really? I mean, I guess it has some value, right? We've, we We've searched there.
4: They know. They, they They should have cred sticks. I, I, I.
3: They have no cred sticks. No. We have things that can be sold, though.
4: Hmm.
3: They have lots of
4: stuff that can be
3: sold. All right. Well, drag all that up. So we take all their stuff and bring it to back to the ministry.
1: <laughs> Just. Oh wait, wait! Before you, go, Here. before you go, before you go. Uh. I, 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 you, you fellows look like you're, uh, you're pretty, uh, pretty strong, and uh, on the oh yes up, I am. For she sort of digs around in like her, her drawers and she says, I, I when my time in the fifth squadron, I, I, don't need this anymore. I'm no longer a bone trooper, and I was hanging on to the uh, souvenir of my time in the service. And she looks at it. and She's like, but honestly though, I, I have no use for it anymore, and it will likely help you. Way more than it would ever help me. So let it be re- a reminder. Not all of us who are dead are bad people. And she hands you a haste circuit armor upgrade.
2: Well, really?
1: Ooh.
2: Huh.
1: Research- what does that mean?
4: Researching.
1: A haste circuit armor upgrade allows you to benefit from the effects of the haste spell. Wow. What level? Does it have a level? uh, Doesn't have a level. How many slots? That I don't know. I don't know how much the haste is. You have to look that up.
2: Actually, a haste circuit is level eight, Uh, one slot, light or heavy armor, costs nine thousand two hundred and fifty. Well, that sounds like a good thing.
1: And what does haste give you? Because it is very, very different in Starfinder than Pathfinder.
4: Yeah, I'm looking. Okay, uh, you can, as a swift action, activate it, and it gains the benefit of the haste spell until you spend another swift action to deactivate it.
2: Alright. Oh, man. So we need to find out the haste spell. Yeah. That is ridiculously good, I'm sure.
3: I bet it's been nerfed. It's been nerfed.
2: The haste spell? Yeah, it's not Pathfinder haste, I get it.
3: Okay, Okay. Uh, the targeted creature moves and acts more quickly than normal. The extra speed has several effects. So making a full attack, a hasty creature can also take a separate move action in order to move. The movement can occur before, after, or between attacks from the full attack. All movement must occur at the same time. All hasted creature's modes of movement are increased by 30 to a maximum of twice the target's normal speed. Using that form of this increase counts as an enhancement bonus and it affects the creature's jumping distance as normal for increased speed. Multiple haste effects don't stack. Haste counters
1: the negative slide. All right, you're, basically, you're Wow. Here. Okay, so what it does that's is... really good. Yeah, it basically allows you to move faster. When you... The biggest advantage of it is when you make a full attack, you can, you can also move. move. That That's... And you could do it before after or even in between the actions from the full attack. Wow. That is very cool. Does
4: anybody and, do full attacks that we know?
1: And it will also be <laughs> speed think of. I mean, by I 30 feet. Um, that's not all it does, though. Sorry, that's wow. all it does. It's oh, not man. quite as good. It's, it's really good great. <laughs> for people who do full attacks, but it's not like it doesn't give you an extra attack or like the Pathfinder version of haste. Oh,
4: so. that's a really good thing. Um. Anyone? Yeah, have
3: I, uh, I I don't have a huge because uh, I don't do full attacks. It's like yeah, not, that's like not basically really my, my thing.
4: My mo. I mean, <laughs> I I, I, I re MO. yeah I re uh, whatever what, what are they when you reprogram your, your 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 traits? I got rid of something because I just do nothing but full attacks. So uh, what? Let's, um,
3: what? How many? What kind of things do you have in your slots now? I have two slots
4: in this armor, and I could probably have something stupid like jump jets and uh, something else good. Uh, Jump jets and the electrical thing. So I'm going to go with the – I don't need the jump jets so much. Yeah, I mean, if I can jump – what is it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Increase increase my movement by 30? Yep. Oh man, yeah. Uh, I don't need the jump jets. Okay, so I don't know if that can fit on my. Armor well,
2: that the question is actually also the level. It is a level eight. That's so what eight, I'm saying. Can I? Because you can, saying, do. I? With, it's, uh, you can
1: put a level. No, you two can put a level, mo-
2: levels above you. Yeah.
1: No, he actually could put a level twenty. It's what you can buy. You can't buy anything that is more than two levels oh. above you, but you can find anything. If you find oh. something that's level 10, you can use it.
2: That there's no
4: installation?
2: I'm going to guess, based on the way that, pa- that, that Paizo has been doing this, is those that you can only put it on an armor of a certain level. Yes. No. Nope. No? Really? I can get a first level armor and put a level 20, you know... Uh, no,
1: but months. this is magic, and there are rules against like, how many magic items you can have. You can only have two, I believe. Person,
2: still, all. that's interesting,
1: and it's also how many. I mean, yeah, it's really, really well, good. Armor, and if yeah, you want to, right, if you want to spend 10,000 credits, everyone can have one for 10,000 credits. It is very good, but it's not good for Hiroji, it's probably not that great for Tuttle or Cheddar. Cheddar can't put it on. So, well it's
2: vaguely good for anyone including it but it is clearly is it is nice. clearly best for john i'm not saying otherwise i'm actually just kind of intrigued by the no this it, is this it, seems like a very powerful upgrade that does not seem to follow some of the nerfy rules we've seen with other upgrades i'm i'm cool with it
1: but it's I'm yeah a temp, it's a it's an eighth level upgrade and uh it's ten thousand credits so yeah it's a good upgrade I'm just how, as a just as an academic matter uh, I can take a upgrade slot as a as one of cheddar's uh like one of his things he gets when he levels and then they could put an upgrade in there at that point but he can't. Uh-huh. Do it, he can't do it right now cuz he has no upgrade slots but he could potentially.
2: Excellent.
4: All right, so how long does it take to install? Is that something we have to do offline 10 minutes. between levels or something? It's the
1: standard or? upgrade thing. It's like 10 minutes it's to change just, it out an upgrade.
4: Okay, all right. I'm going to do that right now. If no one objects. I mean, go for it. It doesn't make any it sense. It seems like so. it's up your alley. Yep. Okay. So, uh, gosh, should I get rid of the electricity? Uh, what does that do? Damage. Res- it does. It's uh, damage resistance uh, plus uh, f- five against electrical attacks. And I kind of think that I will get more utility out of the jump jets. Yeah. Um, so, I actually think I'm going to get rid of that electrical thing, which is pretty freaking sweet. I mean, it, when it comes into play, it's nice to have, but yeah, I'm going to get rid of the, the, the electrical shield. So, um, Steve, I know you don't want to do that while we're playing, so let's... I already did it. Oh! Oh, okay. Alright. Then, there
1: it is. So, okay, so you got rid of that. You're spending your ten minutes putting in the hay circuit.
2: Uh, I'll take ten minutes and do a rest as well because I took about 18 points of damage.
1: Okay. I guess I'll take a resolve... I guess I'll heal Cheddar as well. I don't think I took a hit. No, oh, well, well, mister. I'm gonna just heal Cheddar and not take a hit. You did not take a hit.
4: That is so freaking cool.
1: Okay. So you spend your time. You heal up. Mo is sort of healed up. You install your new hay circuit. So you can use it 10 rounds... Well, you get 10 capacity, and it's one use per round, and the charges replenish each day. So, Right.
4: Okay, so there's nothing that I do through this interface that activates it. I just tell you. Swift we, action. You just say you do it. And then, I, I, so. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, it's a swift.
3: Now, I don't think you can do a swift action and a full attack in the same round. You cannot. That is correct. Yeah.
5: Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's going to take a little while. And the other thing, actually, I see why this isn't so great. It works in light armor or heavy armor, but it doesn't work in power armor. Now, power armor has its own things, and that's like, you know, like heavy armor here is good, but the power armor is really insane. So a lot of these um, these upgrades just don't work. He doesn't have power armor now, though, right?
4: No. No, God, no.
1: No, no. it's that's a whole other level. Couple, around. couple more levels. Yeah, power armor is pretty nuts, though.
4: All right, well, this is cool. Um, I guess we take that scrap of paper, paper to uh, f-
2: uh, trucks. See what she okay. says. Yeah, right. Does that make okay. sense? Title. Yep. Yep. No, that sounds right. We bring it back to the quest giver. Okay.
4: okay. So we, I wipe the blood off, and we we go to we skip down the street over to.
2: <laughs> Wait trucks. did did I just see you clean yourself?
4: i us just wipe it down,
2: you know. Oh, weird.
4: Hey, I just got this armor. I like to make it nice and tidy. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. uh, Good soldier. That's sort of where you guys are. Hello. All right. Going in.
1: So what are you guys doing with all those bodies? Are you trying to drag them? No, she said she would take care of them, right? That's good enough for me. No, but you're taking all that armor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, we're looting them. If that was your question, of course. Okay. All that heavy armor. Okay.
1: Um, so, as you guys are walking back and Mr. Mo goes into the headquarters, everyone else, Oroji, Rusty, Tuttle, not Cheddar, feels the cold void of empty space surround them. And they notice a creature coming at them who seems to want to kill them. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, oh God.
0: God. combat. Oh, I, Where the I hell did I he come from? That
3: far
4: away from the party?
2: Well, that was quick.
4: You ran ahead. Well, uh,
1: I God. can incrementally God. walk God. on this program. Yeah. Hiroji's up. He sees this creature. It feels like your lungs are starting <coughs> to violently <coughs> collapse. Uh, Give me uh, uh, uh. a fortitude save yikes okay just being around this creature is bad there we go 13 not bad not bad uh not bad not bad not good I <laughs> not good you take six points of damage as it's hard for you to breathe you're up did i make that save or no no you didn't oh no
3: oh, not bad not good i'm like no get out of here and uh, I do my trick thing, or he can't. Um, let's do my, my stealth trick attack. So it's a free action, can I make a mysticism check? Yeah, sure. I roll a 9 for a 15. What is this to, What is this thing? Do I at least know what it is? It's a nil. A nil?
4: No, nihilus. A, nil. a nil. It's a nihilus.
3: Okay, uh, that's all I know?
1: Yeah, oh, you failed your, your, your roll.
3: Okay. Alright, uh... I'll tell
1: you one thing you know what this is. The Vanille has risen from those who died from the exposure to the airless vacuum of space. And they hate the living with a vengeance and collapse the lungs of living creatures with their decompression gaze ability. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel so good. This thing seems to want to kill you.
3: Alright, and I will do my stealth. Okay. 33. Finally, a respectable Wow, there you go.
2: That's impressive.
3: Okay. Shoot it. It's flat-footed, so plus two. Yep, yep. Well, you hit it for 11 points of damage.
1: Where are you doing? Yep,
3: let me do my my extra damage.
2: Right.
1: 11. Man, oh man, oh man. That's
3: pretty good. That's pretty good. It's a 22 damage total. And then I move. I move.
2: And then away. you're going to run
4: away. That that's it? great. Mm-hmm. Does it have reach, I run, though? I run, I,
3: run, I run over there. No, it's, it can't, it, things can't attack the any Well, oh.
4: That's um,
3: and I yell to say, Mo, get out here. We got company.
4: As a free action, Mo yells to trucks. we are under attack. As a swift action, he activates his go-go jets. And he nice. runs Oh, that. very Hastings. nice. His hasting, yes. The hastening.
3: Now you can move forever.
4: Do I have a uh, full? Are they undercover for melee from there for reach melee?
3: Yes. Yes. No,
4: no right
3: they go. don't. No, no. not okay. That's
4: yeah. Rusty likes that.
2: Ah, I don't mind that. I must admit.
4: Yeah, you guys are attack. He's attacking my party. I don't. I don't. I don't like that on my watch.
3: You don't cut into that.
4: Yeah, what's mine is mine, nihilist. <laughs>
3: Boom, boom. Nice. Nine
4: points damage, 19 points hit. Or or no, I roll a 19 for a 30.
3: And 19 damage.
2: Well, once again, I'm <laughs> my own teammates are causing cover for me. All right, well, there it is. First of all, uh, get it, get them. So that's plus two to attack until my next turn. And then second, I will attack with Centigrator Pistol to make him flat-footed.
1: Oh, you have to give me a fortitude save as you also feel the vacuum of space.
2: Uh, do I actually have to do that?
1: Yes, you do. I've been reading up on it, and you have to make all the fort saves as everyone else does. Uh,
2: does Moe? Yeah. Really? Yes. Interesting. Okay, one moment.
1: You don't get the benefits. You only get the negatives. Mo does. No, Mo does not. Nine. No, it does no, it's not. It's only the beginning of your turn. Oh, all right, uh, good.
2: All right. Well, I made the bluff, but now I make the fortitude save.
1: Yeah, you roll 20 for the bluff. The fort save is twenty, so you're fine. You get bonuses. And now I'm
2: attacking.
1: But you don't. If you read how they work, you'll find out you actually.
2: Yeah, no, I, I understand.
1: Really? What? Really? <laughs>
4: rusty crit! Oh my wow, god! Rusty. It is a miracle. <laughs>
5: oh I, I think I crit god. once before.
1: Wait, on but you use the laser? No, you use the. Disintegrator. Disintegrator has a secondary effect.
2: Yes, it does. Oh, (laughs) oh, nice. And by the way, it's disintegration, so.
3: Oh, (laughs) that's.
2: I'm looking it up again. Ah, no, it does not have a critical secondary effect. Hold on. It does. I'm getting a line next to it. Oh, burning. You're on fire. Hold on.
1: Fiber! Spoke,
2: spoke, spoke. I'm actually not seeing the crit effect on this. Hold on.
1: Oh, it's not. You're just yeah, a pistol. Sorry. I was looking at the
2: yeah, wrong one. Yeah. Right. I I saw a dash next to the critical. Yep, now there it is. It's an okay weapon. It's not a great weapon. And it's plus 4 for everybody to attack it between the two abilities. That's Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's that's
1: good. And he goes. He's like, uh, he's like he doesn't like all that.
4: Yeah. These men are nothing to be afraid of. They're nihilists. Uh, tech of opportunity.
1: No, it's a five-foot step.
4: Yeah, it's a five-foot ah. step.
1: Guarded step.
4: Guarded step. I'm just going to say it anyhow.
1: Uh, he slams Mr. Moe. <laughs> wow. 16 points of damage. And then one appears near Mr. Moroji.
2: Okay, there's more than one. This makes more sense.
3: Oh, but trucks. Is he just, like, is,
1: he was just there, or he, where, he, where does he appear out of? He was, he was leaning against the doorway and he basically appears as if the void of space. Um, You're not up yet. This one comes up to Rusty and slams him. That's not Rusty. Uh, oh, sorry. Rusty's uh, fine.
2: Sorry. I know, don't, no, no, no. Rusty's for fine. Rusty. Don't
1: you worry. <laughs> it's a, for a mere, It's only 13.7. Isn't that big a deal? Oh. Tuttle's up. Now, Tuttle needs to make a fortitude save as the as his lungs are decompressing. Ten. Yeah, it's not good. He rolls a three for a ten. Jeez. It's One point. Four points of damage. It's not even oh, four points. I,
2: I have to ask, Jason, have you ever made a save? Nope. Uh, uh,
1: maybe a reflex <laughs> save at some point? Uh, Just
2: possibly. Once, maybe, yeah, because I, I think you've missed every will save and every fort save.
1: Well, I think we need some hot button action for this uh, situation, so I'm going to push the button. Really? Button, button, who's got the button? All he's doing is pressing that button. All right. Press the button. you going to roll a bad one when one rolls. Let's a see. Three. A three. There are no bad ones. It's goblin technology. Oh, uh, there's some bad ones. Uh, this is the sing along where he deploys the subwoofer and array of speakers. And Cheddar gets a plus one morale bonus on attack and damage rolls for one minute. And now nice. all other creatures within 20 feet must make a fortitude save or be deaf. Everyone, give me a fortitude save. I'm not within twenty feet. Uh, you're right. You don't need to. Cheddar doesn't need to. Cheddar's Cheddar's immune to it. Uh, that, that's a bad one. <laughs> uh oh. Mo gets a fifteen. He's fine. Mo go. gets a fifteen. He's fine. See, Bob, Mo I can a make a save
2: against yourself. Can you make a save against someone else?
1: <laughs> Niles is fine. He gets a thirteen. They're all fine. So none get deaf. So you push the button. Do you have a move you want to do? Uh, I'm going to drop prone. What a coward. I mean, good job. Okay, that's a weird one to do. Okay, you're prone. Uh, Cheddar's up. Uh, He doesn't really have a great angle at either of these, so I'm going to move him into position to attack next turn. Excellent. Now Hiroji once again feels the decompression of space in his Lungs save fort save. Uh, I clicked it. Why didn't it work? I don't know. The future proof computer. Oh, Uh,
3: you roll a nine. It's definitely not computer, it's always going to be the software.
1: No, it's your internet connection. Uh, Six points of damage as you can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Okay, there's one right next to you. He's hitting you, he's giving you a hug. Yeah, I
3: mean, are there any other ones that are going to pop out? They, do I see?
1: Immediate perception, active perception. Well, that cost. That costs an action. I'm not doing that. Move. Yeah, it's a move. Okay. Well, then. Okay. Well, then. Then you don't know. Maybe there are more. Maybe there's some jumping off this roof for all you know. Maybe some coming behind the fence there.
2: Well, yeah, I think it's just these two. There's not going to be any more. Don't all right. Worry.
3: Well, so I make this guy the target of my uh, trick attacks. So I'm using my uncanny mobility. Let me do my stealth. Uh, that's a fail. Twenty.
1: You rolled a two. Yeah, that fails. All right, and I'm Hiroji gonna really doesn't like to get hit. No, nah, I really don't.
3: I
4: miss the old Hiroji. That would just be set on fire in pretty much every scenario. I miss and
3: then attack and do three damage. Two.
1: I miss him quite a bit.
3: But these do- these doors to the north are closed, right? Yeah, those
1: are closed. Those are closed and locked. That's the flesh factory that you guys were at a little while All ago.
3: All right, I'll move there. Okay, and I and I and I can shoot. <laughs> hide behind the mouse. That's. I, I actually, I shoot like halfway through that run.
2: You ran over to hide behind all four of us, really? Yeah.
3: Well, I'm not you hiding. Wanted, I'm you, fighting.
2: You, 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 no, no. I mean, there's a wall of four of us around you, so that the bad monsters can't get you. Seriously. Also, you didn't attack the one you had plus four to hit against.
1: Give me a fort save. Who me? No, Mo. Moe's up. Fort save. 16. Sixteen. You feel fine. You're like... You have to, Rusty, you have uh, to leave the tactics to the specialist. Uh, experts. Okay, yeah, like, so all
4: fire
2: on one to kill it and drop it He damage.
4: has a plus four against this uh, Nihilus underneath yeah. him? Yes, he does. Alright. Uh, I, gonna...
2: I had to make it
3: that guy so that I wouldn't, he I wouldn't attack opportunity to me.
4: A full attack? So no plus zero, basically. Yeah, just a normal attack. And... Now, I'm going to move and finish up my full attack.
1: Whoa! Can you do that? Haste! Haste. Yeah, that guy does not have a plus. You have a minus four for that guy, though.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're, not, you're one of a bonus, but that's okay. You'll still get an attack, so what the hell? It's this I would minus say go four. one below it, and it'll only be three.
3: So you can attack, move, and attack.
4: Yeah. Right. Wow.
3: Uh- that's strong.
4: Dude, I almost used my jump jets if they could go higher than uh, 10 feet, actually. I know. Uh, that would be awesome, because then I'd get... But you moved. I was going to get flanking. Dang, that would have been cool.
3: That's true. I do have a knife on my blade, on my uh, gun. Oh, that's
4: right. Yeah. Rusty I don't know if that I have, counts. I have, a
3: mini bay- I have a bayonet on my gun.
2: As a move action, get him. And as a regular action, I will fire with my arc pistol, not the disintegrator. I am out of the twenty-foot range. Do I need to make a fort save? You do not. Uh, Thirty-one bluff.
1: No, no, sure. You make it.
2: I'm rough. That's twice in a row I've hit. Last time a crit. I'm just saying. I'm pretty sure I'm out damaged Hiroji by about what? Yeah, nine
1: points of damage, rolling a twenty-four. Moving up on
4: the DPS charts. Soon. Well, I'm just what saying. I'm, in
2: this fight, I'm significantly above. Well, everyone but Mo. All right.
1: He comes over to give Mr. Mo a big old hug.
4: Oh, it's not necessary.
1: Oh, he did. Oh, good. Twelve damage. The... That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, he
4: rolled a two. Two for damage. They don't do rolled a lot that of 19 damage. Nineteen to hit, of course.
3: Well, they're beating him, beating us down. I mean, all right.
1: I'm going to go ahead and shoot my uh, pistol from prone.
4: Uh, yep. You don't get a plus one because I believe I'm I'm giving him cover. Is that correct? Uh, yes.
1: Was yeah. Is it cover or concealment? Cover, cover. So I guess what's the total? Because don't we still have the two plus two from the get them? Yes. yes. You have. So you got a plus it. two. Unless I do a full attack, in which case I do a minus two. That is correct. I'm gonna do full attack. What the hell? That's it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Hit for seven points of damage.
2: I like this.
1: I like this. Ting, and ting. miss.
2: I my turns. to four. Okay, it has to make a fortitude save against rat rabies. Oh,
1: I forgot my fortitude save. I'm sorry. No, you don't need to make You're it. Not You're not 20. 20. That's why. Oh, I'm, right. Sorry. I I'm, forgot.
4: I'm holding yeah. them back so you guys are the, don't have to make that roll.
3: Robot activated dance mode. I'll fill out the
1: wall. He'll help you out a little bit. Hero- G. Oh, here uh, Hiroji, do you,
2: do you need to run to the other side of me and hide there? <laughs>
1: oh, I will be running. There's going to be running involved.
2: Oh, good. I'm, I'm you, very glad to hear. Can you there's a wall fuss between us and them. So.
1: You know, as an action, you can actually grab Rusty and use him as a human shield. Human shield <laughs> actually,
2: you
4: should delay your turn after me.
3: I will delay my turn. Um, Get out of the way. You guys are in the yeah. way of my shot.
4: I'm going to make... Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. So most turn he's to Fortitude save. Fortitude save. That is exactly what I was going to say. Rolls You're a 10 fine. for 17. You're
1: fine. Okay, the air uh, is nice and breathable if a little artificial on EOX.
4: Ew. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to take a... Uh, now, this is still another charge. I'm going to take a uh, movement, a guarded step, and...
3: Whop em.
2: Oh, that was actually very clever.
3: Yeah, see, the, the we're the we're the t- tactical people here. So, oh, so no, oh, just watch, just, just watch and this learn. And this watch is, and is learn a and minus and
2: two. Uh, there seems to be someone who moved directly between me and the monster I'm shooting at. Who oh,
1: if it's a, if it's a minus two, then you miss. You're, your your so. shots okay, are yeah. irrelevant.
2: Okay. Uh, I've done far more damage in this fight than you have.
4: Uh, this is also a minus two. I'll start putting these
3: in. We call your shots. The har- harrying fire. It's,
4: Uh, You guys all have a plus one to ranged attacks. Nice. Which brings it
2: to a plus five for Hiroji's attack. Alright,
3: I'm going to go now. Okay. Let's do uh, my usual thing. (laughs) (laughs) Is it going to be a one or a two or a three? Oh, That's a success. He rolls a 19. 37. Finally. So so I'm getting what kind of plus for it? You said that there's a get there's a flat foot, and there's a uh, uh, plus one,
2: and there's you. a mo- and there's a mo yes. a mo thing.
3: So plus five to this roll.
2: Well, plus three, and he's flat-footed, so net plus five. Yes.
1: You hit, rolling a twenty-four, and do ten. Wow! That was wow. Max. Oh! You, you, you were saying, Rusty?
2: Wow! wow. Put, that Put that on a wall and frame <laughs> it. He rolled for your maximum damage. I'm. Uh, very it, was actually, a, no, it wasn't max. It's, it's, it's max. It was 3D. I 3d. It was max bonus damage. I mean, no, no, no. 3 d Oh, I roll, oh, a, oh! I, 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 I like.
3: No, I can do more than that. That's. He he rolled 75 damage. <laughs> All right, and now I get to move. Yay! <laughs> Why
2: don't you move you, to the other side of me so that I can just run around like? move the other side of me, and I'll get a clean shot. You know, strategy, man. I move there. Okay, that works too. See, I know. Enjoy the tactics. Well, I, I'm really not used to using tactics. So I'm <laughs> do you have levels? So are, I, 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 you, there's been you, no sign a sign of it. You have
3: your GoPro going. You have your GoPro body cam running. <laughs> you can watch uh, it later. Sorry,
2: actually, uh, my my body uh, camera isn't working since we engaged in violence with a criminal. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so first of all, get him. And secondly, I'm going to shoot at him.
4: And coordinated shot gives you a plus one.
2: Well, that'll... Barely matter, but that's nice. Actually, I won't have any minuses. I have a clean shot for once. Right. Uh, 26 bluff. I hope that works.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
2: Wow, four damage. Four yep, that's back to being me. Damage. I rolled a one on my damage.
3: I did 28 my turn. Oh, you did four. That's nice. Uh,
2: I did nice, 22 nice. before that attack. That's nice. So that's I'm nice. up to 26. You're 28. So far, we're within uh, a rounding error in this fight.
3: So. Well, it took you three rounds, but okay, who's yes. counting? No, it's really, no, really counting. Okay,
2: did did you not have three rounds? I think the fight has gone on three rounds. Well, never mind, that's
3: fine. I had to, I had to run around.
2: Yes, you did have to run away quite a lot. That's a good
1: point. <laughs> he Had to get his exercise. Yeah. He Full attack, unmo. <laughs> uh, Bludgeon hits for thirteen points damage. Rolls a thirty. Damn, plus fourteen. Wow. And uh, thank second with a setup. thank you. That was a burying this.
3: Hello, you on uh, the ground?
2: I'm sorry, Hiroji's blocking your shot there, Dr. Tuttle. I mean, Mr. Strategy could have well, gone he a move little bit. No, that's okay. <laughs> actually, uh, as a
1: swift action, Tuttle's going to stand up and move five feet. To block my shot. What <laughs> well, actually, can I roll, can I, like, roll five feet?
3: Athletic, um, acrobatics check moving pro. Oh, God. Now, hold up. I think you can move prone five feet. I think
1: you can do that
3: maybe just on its own.
4: Yeah, there's definitely rules for that. I, I don't know them off
1: the top of my hand. Why don't you pop up, move five feet, and then drop? as a I think it's a swift action or something to drop prone. Yeah, dropping is a swift, which is the same thing. So you can do all that
4: crawl you can crawl five feet as a move action crawling is considered prone
1: yeah it's a full move action, okay so i can, can just... okay so i will i will crawl five feet so i'm still prone in front of bob wow is this is this Whoa, the tactical that, you didn't really have, have awesome. fun
2: of chris more than you uh, but that's very sweet thank you that's I, this super, is actually a
1: pretty funny fight tactical, like yeah. you see a little rat he's like rolling on the ground taking his shot we don't crawl
5: here at
4: Hudsuckers.
2: And he nice. kills them. Glory nice. of the Kill. is <laughs> nice. mighty and fierce and knows how to shoot better than the rest of us.
4: You guys have your little contest about who's got more damage than Tuttle gets. It. You know, <laughs> tell us there's a crowd watching us because that's some pretty coordinated uh, uh, tactics. I don't know. I hope, I hope we're getting famous here.
1: Yeah, we, we actually oh, look like crowd? we know there, what we're doing for once. There could be a crowd, and there could be like, why are those living killing are undead? Why are they oh, killing us? No. turns into
3: a are like, uh, Diplomatic immunity.
4: <laughs> yeah, diplomatic <laughs> immunity. Uh, we it's have... just been
3: revoked.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wow. Alright. Mo is not going to search these things. He's ducking in here because he just his curiosity has got the better of him. He has to see Trux's reaction to what's going on outside because he did tell her what was going on, and there should be some windows through these doors. So
3: I'm going to do just a per- quick perception
1: in. check just to see if there's any more.
2: Great.
3: You look it's around,
1: you, you don't see any more. You look in everywhere.
2: Uh, Rusty is much too busy trying to do a presence attack on everybody here by flipping his pistols around and holstering them, looking cool.
3: Nice look, gun, look,
1: gunslinger style. You, you look cool. Oh yes, you look cool. So both of these nils are quite dead. All right, let's. I'm gonna
3: drag. Let's drag these bodies into the this offices and we'll search them in here.
1: Yeah. All right. So you're dragging all these dead bodies. You're dragging all this gear. Trucks is like. What are you guys doing? What are you bringing all this in here for? You're messing up my floors, oh my gosh. Uh,
3: We'll give you a cut. We're gonna sell some of this stuff.
4: No, we're not gonna do that. We're
1: gonna get some information. I don't care about a cut. Look at this, are you gonna clean this up? You better go get the mop buckets and start cleaning this up afterwards.
3: Rusty'll do that, we'll we'll get him to do that. Uh,
2: I'm very busy today. Cleaning is
4: precisely what her job description says. Maybe that robot
1: and over there—maybe it's got like a Roomba uh, attachment you can add to it. And start cleaning this thing up. Uh, this represents years of research and development. I'm not using it to clean up a room. <laughs>
4: yeah, these are uh, okay. then the rat can lead.
1: do it. You, you can do it, uh, Mister Fancy Pants.
4: You know, he's I, re- not- I
1: represent years of research and, devel- and development. I don't. I don't need
4: right. rooms. All right. Mo has had enough of this. He's going to try and intimidate. Okay. He's going up to the.
1: Really? You can intimidate your contact? Okay.
4: Yes, I am. All right. I'm going to say, enough of this. You, your, your job is to clean the streets, and we're doing your job for you. These are these are corpse fleet hooligans and. We're, we're 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 bringing them. This is this is some of your homework. We're bringing in so street justice. I don't want to hear anything about us cleaning up anything. This is your job. And he rolls a eighteen. And
2: not for nothing, I imagine. Uh, none of you really want trouble with the Ministry of Eternal Vigilance for the fact that apparently. Well, Rusty, you're not there. Can you're outside. You? Yeah, you're. Outside. Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back.
1: So she. uh... She all looks sad. She puts up a little sign that says, we'll be back in five minutes. And she's like, I'm on my break and goes and goes upstairs.
3: All right. Well, while she's on her break, I'm going to start looking at these bodies closely.
1: Hey, everybody. Steve here. So, if you notice, that was kind of a goofy combat, I think I've mentioned this before, that it's actually good to have sort of these loose combats in the game, and you can tell, like, everyone can tell if the combat's going to be serious or not, if it's going to be life or death or not, and these guys could tell that this was not going to be a very difficult combat, so... They're nice, they're getting goofy, they're arguing over who can do more damage, they're not really fighting for their lives, and it's good to break up the combat with these types, because There's, you know, not every single combat needs to be life or death. Not every single combat needs to be a real struggle. You kind of want to throw a few easy ones in there. And this one definitely was just sort of like a goofy one. It also had some nice atmosphere because it had these creatures that were stealing breath from you. And that could suffocate you. But realistically, you can't really die. It was very hard to die for these guys at these levels from these monsters. So it just sort of was like an interlude. And I think it only took like 10 minutes. So, again, nice little break break the guys have fun and sort of show off their combat chops It's good to have that let's talk about my GMPC tip which is probably the weirdest one I've ever done so jury duty so Yes, this is weird. I got called for jury duty last week, which I mentioned on the show, and I got picked, which I couldn't believe because I've actually... I've kind of gotten picked in the past, but I've managed to get out of it. But this time, there was no getting out of it. Someone tried to get out of it, and oh boy, the judge wasn't having anything about that. Now, the case is still ongoing, so I can't talk about it. Uh, it should be over by the time you listen to this. We're about done with the case. And I will tell you that... I have to say that being on a jury and watching this case is one of the most fascinating things I've ever done in my entire life. I strongly recommend if you get jury duty, don't get out of it, try to get picked. Because as a role player, it is fascinating. All I'm going to tell you is, what I can tell you, it is a criminal case. So I didn't get a boring case. It's definitely not getting settled. There's no settling. Because I heard one of my friends, actually Bob, one of my friends. Bob, he has been on three cases. All of them were settled on the first day. And the only other person I know who was on a case, but it was a lawsuit, was a friend of mine. She was on a very fascinating case. She would tell me about it afterwards. But that's it. I don't know anyone who's actually ever served or been on a criminal case before. But there's a reason why there's so many movies and TV shows on this. I mean, I know it's pretty interesting, but, again, it's kind of like watching Twitch and actually watching, you know, someone play role-playing versus actually being a role-player. Again, it's like watching all these court cases is one thing, but actually being on it is really fascinating. Why am I saying all of this? Because... These cases are very much like role-playing in that you have two sides, you know, the prosecution and the defense, and they're trying to prove their case using nothing but words, witness accounts, and pictures in some cases. And that's it. And in the same way that role-playing is theater of the mind, this entire case that I'm on is theater of the mind. Everything they describe, they do in extreme detail. So you sit there, literally having to put together the scene of what happened in your mind, trying to picture who was where, and it's exactly like describing role-playing and having you know these very fascinating encounters, except here it's in the real world. And I'm not trying to belittle like what actually happened here, but the whole process I found extremely interesting. You know, again, when you're watching TV, it's one of these things when it's TV because it's written. Who knows? You know, and it's not Judge Judy or any of those which are like, you know, kind of sensationalized and they're for small stakes and they're kind of having fun. The thing that I want to say about this case, and I really wish I could talk about it, is there are twists and turns. Every 15 minutes, there's another bombshell. I actually had to hold myself together during this case because I almost had to say are you kidding me like out loud like multiple times and even today I had another one I was like it's just endless it's just one twist one bombshell one turn after another I can't even believe this is real life and it has actually invigorated me to role play and just do crazy crazy stuff Because people might say, oh that's impossible, I'll be able to say, you know what, I was on this case and you would think that these 20 things that happened were absolutely insanely coincidental and couldn't have actually existed, but I have it on record that this actually happened. The whole point of why I'm saying this is that the whole process, even just I would say watch case, like a real case, probably a criminal case, and just listen to how they describe the actions. You know, probably the best one I can think of, which is going to be weird, but I'll say it anyhow, is My Cousin Vinny. My Cousin Vinny is actually sort of similar, actually, probably the closest I've seen to actually a real court case. in that, you know, the two sides are presented, but if you don't present your side correctly in the appropriate manner, that you can really paint a very different picture. And it also gives me a very interesting concept of how you present your words during a role-playing session of how you can lead your PCs down one way or another because words really matter. I guess my whole point is is that the whole concept of role-playing and theater of the mind and talking out actions has really been with us forever. This is something that, you know, way before role-playing games even existed, because our court system has been around, obviously, over 200 years, and who knows before that, when people would go in front of kings and queens and emperors and sort of plead their cases, is that you have to tell a story. And that the little details of how you present the story and how you present your case as whether or not you believe one side or another, it's fascinating to watch how people who probably don't even role play without realizing it, they're just lawyers, but they're really explaining and using the same language and techniques that we use as storytellers and role players, only here it's in real life. Again, it's hard for me to sort of explain this in detail without you, but I think you kind of know what I'm talking about. I'm sure everyone's watched court dramas. Everyone has seen all those, you know, TV shows. There's only about 10 trillion of them out there. But if for those of you who aren't into this stuff and really aren't into court dramas, I'd at least go see... I know it's a strange one, but I'd say it's pretty accurate as my cousin Vinny in the sense that you can see how the court case can change depending upon the story and who's telling the story. Again, I think that's a pretty good example of how you could almost use court trials and arguments from attorneys in role playing scenarios. And one final thing I will say everyone there, they all knew they didn't want to be on court duty, no one wanted to be on the jury. They said, keep in mind, these people have been waiting years sometimes to get their day in court. Wouldn't you like the jury to be attentive and pay attention and do their best job possible if you're on the stand, if you're committed of a crime, if it was a family member? And that's true. So I actually have been fully paying attention, really into it. Uh, Unfortunately, this is literally the worst week probably of the year. So it couldn't have come at a worse time. But, tell you, the juror hours, they're really easy. It's 9.30 to 12.30, then you have lunch till 2, and then you're done at 4.30, and you get paid? It's not so bad! So if you get jury duty, don't think of it as so bad. Go with an open mind. I'm actually having a great time. So the other really big thing I wanted to talk about is the three new classes coming out for the upcoming Starfinder Character Operations Manual. That is a hard book title to say. But that's right. There is a new book coming out at the end of 2019 called the Starfinder Character Operations Manual. And it's a source book full of new character options that is scheduled to release in late 2019. And in that book, there are three new classes. That is what I've been alluding to all this time. That I'm actually going to have the authors of the three new classes come on the show. And we're going to talk about them and what they were trying to do. So if you want to actually go out and playtest it, just go to StarfinderPlaytest.com. You can download these classes, and they're open for playtest and feedback until January 16th, 2019. And let's see what we have. First up is the Biohacker, a brilliant super scientist who analyzes their enemies and creates injections that can help allies or hinder foes. Biohackers specialize in scientific fields of study and utilize a scientific method that is either studious or methodical or instinctive or improvisational. the halls of any good mad scientist. Next is the Vanguard, a martial character who excels in melee fighting and channels the entropic forces of the universe to manipulate their surroundings, bolster themselves and their allies, and power their devastated unarmed strikes. Finally, Pizer presents the Witch Warper, a charisma-based spellcaster pulls from alternate realities to power their magic and alters the environment and even nearby creatures into the Witch Warper's advantage. So those are the three new classes. When we initially looked at them, we said to ourselves, huh, that seems like alchemist monk sorcerer. Or perhaps Bard, Monk, Sorcerer? At least that's what we thought originally. I have not looked at the classes yet. I was supposed to get them early, but they weren't ready until the very last second, so oops oh well anyhow i'm gonna take a look at the classes i'm gonna go through them the whole group of role for combat's gonna go through them we'll tell you what we think of them we'll try to play them a bit as i said before i'm gonna have the three authors of the actual classes on the show so we could talk about them in more detail look for that shortly As for the rest of the show, we have our regular show notes, new podcast every Tuesday. Do subscribe to us on iTunes and Android. Do check out Jason's Talking Combat every single Thursday. Do check out our Discord channel, just discord.rollforcombat.com. You guys can play games, get free t-shirts, hang out, find out lots of cool things. Do check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. You can check out our Reddit channel. If you want to support the show, do go to our Patreon. You can find it at RollForCombat.com And as I said, do check out our interviews on the three new classes coming up very soon, as well as our thoughts of the three new classes as they were released, well, yesterday if you're listening to the show on the day that we release it. Again, just go to StarfinderPlaytest.com and you can check them out. With that, I'll talk to you and see you guys next week. See ya.